while I have the time and my daughter is sleeping soundly, I want to talk a little bit about one of my favorite topics, relationships. My dad says that life moves at the speed of relationships. I'm sure he read that quote somewhere. Maybe it's original. I don't know, but it's true. It's the key to our success. I believe it's the key to self-development or self-destruction, really. Who occupies your space? Who speaks into your life? Who do you dine with? Who do you use as a sounding board? Who's an accountability partner to you? Who do you shop with? Who do you drop your kids off to? Who do you watch your favorite shows with? Who do you have meaningful, relevant conversations with? Who do you do life with? What is the fabric of your relationships? Because whatever that answer is makes up the fabric of your life. You know what I'm starting to notice in the wake of everything that's happening in the world? I don't think we know what true friendship looks like. Jesus says that there's no greater love than this, that a man will lay his life down for his friends. That's what Jesus did. He laid his life down. And the most profound, most beautiful, and yet most horrific way someone can lay it down. While he was hated, while he was despised, while he was mocked, he still died. He still bled. How frustrating must it have been for God in flesh to dwell among us? Beautiful people, bearers of the image of God, no doubt, but so raggedy sometimes. People I thought were my friends, I'm realizing, didn't love me. Maybe loved the idea of me. Maybe found it convenient to associate with me. Maybe found comfort in knowing that they were accessible or that I was accessible. Maybe found some kind of business value or maybe even a spiritual value, because I've fasted and prayed and served alongside a lot of these people who are shrouding their racism in support of Trump, who shroud their covert bigotry in works, who have the token black friend, who like Beyonce and do TikTok dances. But don't, don't really see me. Don't really know me. Don't really love me. No man is good. And we all got such a long way to go. But we'll go so much farther if we go together. Too many of us have people around us who affirm our toxic behaviors 
Too many of us have people around us who always agree. Who don't sharpen us, who don't serve as mirrors, who don't call us out, who don't challenge us. Who don't really know us. We have these little spheres. And the outside world we're closed off to, we're completely aloof. If I haven't learned that now, I have, if I didn't know it before, I know now that you can live in this country and be so very aloof, so painfully, so dangerously, so murderously aloof. Can for a minute I just talk to Christians? Woe to you. Knowing how to do all the churchy stuff. Knowing all the scriptures. Misusing the scriptures. Misquoting the scriptures. Using the scripture out of context. But using it nonetheless. To protect your own interests. To solidify or validate your own warped perception. Woe to you. Woe to you who think. That your eye is good. Your eye being the lamp of your whole body. How great is that darkness? Woe to you. Who for some reason hasn't gotten down the major tenet of the Christian faith. Woe to you who can recite the golden rule. Quote the golden rule, but not live the golden rule. Woe to you who don't have any friends that don't look like you. Woe to you who have been doing the same things, going to the same events with the same people your entire life and never going out and making disciples. Woe of you who go on mission trips, but neglect the mission field of your home. Who think you can lead assemblies but don't know how to lead your home. Who want to convict and condemn other people but won't sit and let God examine you. Woe to those who say that we have friends that we wouldn't give our lives for. That we won't lay down our own agendas for. That we won't leverage our privilege for. That we won't really see about. That we won't lower into the roof of a building. Jesus was always doing the most for us. And that translated. It affected other people. They saw how he was healing people. They saw and they heard how he spoke. And they just wanted to be in earshot. They did whatever they could to get to him. They climbed trees to get to him. They pushed through crowds and clutched the hem of his garment to get to him. They broke alabaster boxes to get to him. Who are you a friend to, really? Are you a friend to the world, to the ways of the world, to the ways of the enemy? Friendship with the world is enmity with God. Do you gather or do you scatter? 
Are your words like honey? Are your wounds faithful? Or do you just blow kisses? I think we've been lying to ourselves. And now the scales are being removed and the curtain is flying open and the covers are being ripped off. Woe to you who pray for revival, but don't see it when it comes. Y'all know revival is war, right? I'm just asking that you reevaluate your relationships. Most importantly, the one you have with the Lord. All of us are trying to get it right. Some of us are just putting in more effort than others, and it shows. Man, it shows. It's running people off. It's turning people away. People are deleting you. People don't feel welcomed by you. People are grieving because they thought that, that, that you loved them. People are grieving because they thought you were awoke, man. And you're napping and they need you to pray. They need you to stay awake and you're napping. And this is their hour. This is our hour. I've been so disappointed by some of y'all. I've lost so much respect for some of y'all. I've been so deeply grieved and so deeply hurt and so deeply offended by some of y'all. I'm having to have self-talk constantly to protect the loop that wants to run in my mind, the narrative that the enemy wants to perpetuate about your indifference, about your willful ignorance. about your deflection. Do you really know him? Does he really know you? Some of y'all need to make amends, truthfully. You need to make amends. You need to repent. You need to lay on your face. You need to pay attention. Before you flip on a Netflix video or you get to the stage where you decide to Google some things and fact check, before you get with a group of people who want to discredit the BLM movement, the Black Lives Matter movement. All that matters is that we're dying. We're dying right now, man. 
for no reason. That's what matters. I can't change your heart. I can't make you understand. I mean, with every Facebook post, I hope that I'm making some kind of difference. But the truth is, I don't know. I'm just doing all that I know how to do. I'm just being there for the people in my sphere of influence. I'm just loving on my house. I'm just loving on my people the only way I know how. My friends, no matter how they look, no matter what their background is, they're connected to me for a reason. And I'm just trying to, I'm trying to see about them. Because if I can see about them, then they can see about somebody else. And that's the point. That's the gospel. That's the Great Commission. See about somebody else. Especially those of us who are bleeding out on the side of the road. Don't walk over us. Don't cross on the other side. Come see about us. Tend to our wounds. Pay for our room and board. Come see about us. Otherwise, don't call yourself a Samaritan. Don't call yourself good. Don't call yourself a Christian. Don't call yourself my friend. Don't call yourself my friend.